Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. This week, I'll be interviewing Humphrey Carr. <laughs> Writer, comedy person, public servant, private dancer, <laughs> emigrant, oliphant, oligarch, owl. Humphrey welcome to Inside the Comedian. David, thank you so much for having me. If we could begin with the tediously predictable uh, event of the beginning of your life. Yes. Um, you were born, weren't you? To the best of my knowledge. Right. Any memories of that? Um, then we'll move on. Um, whereabouts was that? Uh, St. Thomas's Hospital, London. Right. Yeah. Uh, was in the, in the maternity ward, I assume. Nice choice. Yes. 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 Well, my parents uh, were doing pretty well, so they splashed out on maternity care. Right. Rather than just having a car accident and being like, you wouldn't pop it out at the same time, would you? Yes. It's, it's horrible when people have to do that, isn't it? I read about that in The Guardian almost every day. And it's uh, that thing of going, oh, I think it's coming. We'd better get it better a car, get in the car accident. Better get car accident. Quickly. Drink two pints of this and drive me towards the hospital. Why won't you tell me what it is I'm drinking? <laughs> you were quickly after your birth, I've read. Yeah. Um, I believe reliably that um, you were quickly sent off to boarding school. Yes. Um, uh, as so many of our light entertainers are, because it, <laughs> it's where light entertainers are shoon from the living rock. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and have you met your parents yet? Uh, we, do you know what? We just cannot make our schedules match up. Uh, that's a shame. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a shame. Um, so one of these days, I, I, I thought I saw my father the other day, but it was a tree. <laughs> shame, yeah. shame. Mm. Shame, just corner of your eye kind of thing, moved in the same way. Well, I could just sense an overwhelming air of disappointment sort of over there, and I turned towards it longingly, and, uh, and it, was a, it was a tree. It was an elm, yes, probably. It was a disappointed elm. Yeah, they're, they're the disappointing mm. tree. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's a shame. I'm sorry about that, but maybe, maybe if you get famous enough, they will see you in a TV program. Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure that should uh, fortune smile on me, they'll come crawling out of the woodwork, looking for some sort of handout. Yeah. Like yes. the swines they are. Right. They don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> no. No one does. <laughs> well, the audience here is barely listening. I know, right. I think they've wandered into the wrong room. Um, but uh, boarding school must have been tough. I mean, I hear it's well, tough. It was very tough for everybody else, but I was a smashing bully. Were you? <laughs> ah. I had you down as a piglet figure. Uh, oh, no, 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 by no means. Right. No, I, was a, I was a real rotter. What were your, what were your techniques? Um, just uh, a building a trust with people over four or five years, and then at the end being like, sorry, it's, uh, it's Peter, isn't it? 
Oh, blammo. Wow. Yeah, you don't bounce back from that quickly. No. Anyway, all of them then became senior ministers in the government, so... <laughs> to I'm try pretty, and fill the much, gaping hole you'd created in Pretty much to them. blame for, uh, for everything, so sorry, everybody. Right. Uh, what do you think it was in the environment of boarding school, uh, as a school bully, mm -hmm. that made you want to be a comedian? Uh, well, I suppose it really was all about an uh, 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 allocation of, of resources, right. in a way. So uh, uh, at school, as a way of toughening the boys up. Uh, they only used to give us a certain amount of bacon in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and we would, we would battle over it. Uh, right. uh, battle of wits. When you say certain amount, can we picture it? I mean, are we talking, uh, are we talking a rasher of bacon? Probably. Or uh, I see. I, I think of it in pigs. Right. So How many? It was roughly. Roughly. Probably seven pigs. Seven pigs worth of bacon. For the school, but that was a, nearly a thousand, a big, thousand, thousand boys. boys. Yeah. So seven pigs, that's not a lot. No, well, not enough for me. I was a, a growing, a strapping young lad. Yes. And, um, and so, you know, as I say, it became a battle of wits, and humour was very good for disarming people. Yes. Uh, and then you were stealing their bacon. And then you would steal their bacon. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And you became very good at that. Very accomplished excellent. at that. I mean, excellent. I and and what happened to the boys who were less good at that? Well, they just died. Just died. They, <laughs> they just it? died because because also we were on an all bacon diet. At right. Least. right. So, you know, if you didn't if you didn't make hay of the bacon in the morning, the old saying. That's they say. Make hay, make of, hay the bacon, of the bacon, lest ye die. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of them did. Yeah. Well, that that's more fool them, really. Yes. Well, exactly. But not being wittier. Yes, quite. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, just drop a Bon Mo or something, George. Come on, sake, stop you know. snivelling. Uh, yes. Uh, You'll never see Mother at this rate. No, no. Anyway, you didn't stay at school uh, forever. You're uh, not still I there. tried. Right, did I you? I tried. I was there till 30? Right. 30 at school? Yeah, I, I mean, and as I say, by the end, as I was... a student? Si oh, yes, considerably right. larger than the other boys. Right. And actually set up rather a good network of uh, bacon acquisition. So you, you eventually graduated. Uh, I did, yes, I eventually graduated. Magna cum laude. And what did you call me? <laughs> sorry. Just clearing my throat. Right, sorry. Um, you, you, you went to university, didn't you? you I did, I certainly did. And how? A, a sort of a crowd of like-minded hellions. Yes. Um, uh, principally amongst them being me. Yes, we, uh, went to, we were at university, we, we were weren't good. we? Was, was, that, was that the most... Uh, formative event of your life, do you think, <laughs> meeting me? Oh, uh, I mean, it's, it certainly brought me to where I am today. <laughs> well, I gave you a lift here, yes, but yes. I mean... Yeah. Um, but Is that what you mean? No, I mean, it's not really what oh, I mean. Oh, I see. I mean, I, I, was, it, was it sort of... Uh, was, I for was I formed? Did you find me a, a formless clay and turn me into a man? I, I think you were a man when I found you, and by the time you graduated, you were more formless clay. Yes, that's... <laughs> But we, we, accurate. we, we did go to the pub a lot. Yes. Um, um, no, I, I, I think I mean, what, what sort of path do you think you would have been on if you hadn't found other people to be silly with? Spaceman. Right. Yes. Spaceman. Almost certainly. Astronaut or just spaceman? Well, I don't want to split hairs. Right, yes. Um, man I mean, from space. Man, f man from space. Yeah. I mean, I always thought I'm very tall. Mm. Uh, which the listener probably probably might not have picked up on yet. But, uh, no, I think this is I think this is uh, Dolby Five One, so I think people will get the height difference. They'll sense that I'm talking down from a greater height. Right, right. Well, for those too stupid to use their Dolby Five Point One correctly, I'm very tall, and that puts me already at an advantage as a spaceman. You're halfway there. I'm closer. Right. I can see the stars. The light 
that comes from millions of light years away reaches me slightly before the rest of the bloody idiots crowding around their Hubble telescope. So you, so you, can, uh, you can veer slightly quicker to avoid an asteroid. For example. You saw it coming. Say, I can see it coming. You know, yeah, so, you know... Uh, if you w see me and I look up in the sky and I say, like, oh, bloody hell, and make a run for a bunker, right. then you, you better be quite close by me. Right. right. Because it's an extinction level event is probably coming. Wow. I, I'm so, but that dream has, has been put behind you. Oh, it died. It died, it died. It died a, a terrible With meeting death. me. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. You, kill, you <laughs> killed, killed my space dreams. dreams. Yeah. Can I call myself the dream killer? By all means. Thank you very much. By all means. Thank you very much. Um, we... we, we, uh, we Ended up forming a sort of professional uh, posse of comedians at the end of... Sure. You, do you remember? Yes, we went, we went out looking to track down and lasso joke rustlers <laughs> and return right. those jokes to the corral <laughs> and pushing the cowboy posse thing. Yes, yes. yes. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what was happening, but then I worked it out. But then you, but then you saw Magnificent Seven with uh, Chris Pratt and all those people. <laughs> I like, did oh, have I time to watch that. Yes, yeah. You ran it in your mind. I did run it in my mind. Um, do you... What... What... Do you remember of that time? Uh, the time of being a fledgling professional comedian? I mean, when I close my eyes and think back to that time, I see, I see smoke, I see flames, I hear screams. Mm. I see the, the swords rising and falling, the crimson spatter on the snow. Um, we did watch a lot of telly. We, we did watch a lot of telly. <laughs> yeah. And this is pre-Game of Thrones. So yes. that, that was a more original I mean, you, you, you had time. to make your own entertainment before Game of Thrones by watching Kenneth Branagh films. Yes, yeah, it was, it was Henry V. Henry V, yes. that's right. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, they were not good. They were not good, but we all thought Branagh was wonderful, didn't we? We did. Because, and, you know, because he, was, he was talking loudly. And this was pre-Poirot. <laughs> pre-Poirot, yeah. Well, mm. it was pre-his Poirot. Well, yes. The definitive course. Poirot, the Kenneth Branagh Poirot. Yes. Um, the, the way you get the definitive Poirot is to have a bigger moustache than the last chap. Yes, it's like a sort of Pokemon. That's it just right. Just gets bigger. That's right. Suchet turns into Branagh. Ustinov. Yeah. Oh, well, turned into Suchet. Suchet, which turns into, into Branagh. Branasaur. Yeah, which will eventually turn into Tom Hiddleston. Mm. <laughs> just the circle of life. <laughs> the circle of life. Uh, it's very true. It's very true. Uh, but yes, um, that, that, that was my overriding memory as well, was watching a lot of television. Yeah, um, it stood us in good stead. Yeah. Because um, we then subsequently professionally watched a lot of television. That's the, instead of being in it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, did we squander any opportunities, do you think? Oh, God, yes. Went? I mean, we must have done. This, this, this can't be the best timeline. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. I mean, podcasting's all right. Is it? I mean, there must be some alternative universe where we're at least happy. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm starting, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mid-30s, I'm pushing 40, you know, I'm starting to believe happiness might be a myth. Yeah. Invented by parents to get you to eat your vegetables. Your greens. Eat yes. those and you'll be happy one day like we are. Yes, you, you want to be healthy when the happy times come. Right. Otherwise, the happiness horse won't give you a ride he, on his saddle. He won't stop and allow you to plait his mane. <laughs> Which yeah. is what we all wanted as children. Certainly. I wanted to plait the happiness horse's mane. <laughs> sure. I practiced right. rages on I a still, shoe. I still have my ribbons all lined yeah. up at home. Three ribbons. Yeah. Off the back of your headboard. Yeah, oh, yes, I see. I, so I thought you were talking of the horse there for a moment. And I was like, that's not what it's called. <laughs> the headboard? The headboard. 
headboard where the mane comes off. No, that's just the head. Yes. It's just the head. It's the horse's yes, head. Yes, yeah. I mean, it might have been headboard once, and then we dropped the board. You know, you know what the English language is. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you'd like to see Inside the Comedian recorded live, our next show is on Thursday, the 20th of June, at King's Place Theatre in London, where I'll be interviewing Rachel Paris and Dara O'Brien. Tickets are now on sale from kingsplace.co.uk. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, we, we, were, we were a sketch group, weren't we, if you remember that? Yes, we yeah, used to. So. Yeah, I suppose we were. In a, in a manner of speaking. Yeah. Do you think it's true what they say? That Almost certainly. That, <laughs> that sketch is a dying woman's game. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're a couple of bloody old dinosaurs, right. you and I, um, in our very popular sketch, The Two Bloody Dinosaurs. Uh, now, I remember the first time we did that sketch, mm. and uh, we thought we were the cocks of the walk. We um, did. Which was a problem, because that was another one of our sketches. And we the got our lines all mixed up, and it went very badly. And, and people were quite angry. We were, were performing on they, a walk. They were furious. And, they were uh, like, the badgers will be scared away. This voice from behind us yes. went, out of the way, boys. I'll say this. And it was our dear friend, Margaret Caborn Smith, That's who right. was in the process of dying of consumption. I remember. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, not yet another dying woman who thinks it's her God-given right to take away the stage from us, public school, well, me, a public school educated boy, me. and you, a sort of posh northern man. Uh, uh, People don't know what I am. He, they can't tell. Can't tell. I, I want to put him in a bloody in a category, and I can't quite work out what it is. I don't know whether to respect him or ask him to pour me a drink. Right. Um, I thought I was posh until I went down south. Turns yes, out I'm well, a peasant. A rude awakening. Yeah. Yes, as I, I immediately like... ordered David to charge a machine gun nest, well, uh, <laughs> as, as has been the right of my people for generations. But, but I haven't yet matriculated. I say, sorry, son. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, but, uh, the, 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 the radiant Margaret Camon Smith came through, and we were like, yeah. well, I mean, good luck. Right. Good luck. <laughs> if, if two of us, uh, uh, you know, affluent white men doing extremely bad comedy mm. c can't kill here, uh, good luck. And On you know this what? walk. 
She killed. She did kill. And did, and in the process, saved her own life. She did. Mm. She did. The adrenaline surge the adrenaline, from the laughter. It just pushed all the consumption out of her lungs. It was disgusting it to was watch. Disgusting, but, it, but thank God she's still with us. And it brought the house down. It did bring the house down. Mm. It was mm. wonderful. And she's mm. never looked back. No. I look back quite often. Do you find you look back? Well, I can't anymore. I've got an absolutely terrible neck. Oh, dear. I'm yeah. so sorry. I try all the time, you, but I get locked about halfway around. So I can look sideways a lot. You should do satire, because they do that a lot. They love a sideways look at the news. <laughs> they do that a lot. Um, but I have to say, it wasn't until, um, like so many um, tallest men in a sketch group, mm. uh, Greg Davis, Justin Edwards, um, Marcus Brigstock, Matthew Corbett, uh, it wasn't until you ditched the other two <laughs> that you became truly successful. Uh, 100%. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's been a golden six years for me. Right. Yeah. Is that how long it's been? Yeah. Well, it's actually been longer. We, we did our last sort of, uh, our last foray in about 2010, so it's been nine years. Nine years. Nine glorious years. So good, I thought it was only six years. Wow. Yeah, it's just flown by. It's flown by. But, but you, you, you found real success there, didn't you, on your real, own? I very mean, real. Uh, the, the, what was the show you did? You did a show about... Um, Monty's Haunties. Monty's Haunties. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, now, I played the titular Monty. That's right. And, and, and you had uh, a, a troupe of dancing girls as your Haunties. I, I did. I did. And uh, we, would, um, we would travel from town to town and solve murder mysteries. Right. Yeah. Real ones or was it a show? Uh, oh, yes. Well, it was, a, it was a hybrid. So we would solve real life cold cases. Right. But in character. <laughs> That sounds delightful. Well, it just took the edge off, mm. you know, because... I um, imagine local constabulary would love it. Well, I, they Actors were... Actors coming in character well, to I do mean, their jobs for them. Do you know, it, you'd be surprised. Oh, really? I was, certainly. I thought they'd be thrilled, but um, they were not. Could you give us a blast of Monty so we know what we were... Is Monty here? Yes, is Monty mean? here with us? Let's see. It's <clears throat> all about... Um, I have to put my hood up. Yeah, please do. Because, of course, he was a monk. Monty the Monk. Yes. And the, the Haunties, yes. they sound, you said dancing girls, but they're really sort of nuns. But you, need, you had dancing girls, oh, so they, they had the, they danced the range. They danced a great deal. Yes. Yes. And they were played by people who realistically should be playing dancing girls rather than nuns, but it's American television, sure. so they like the sex appeal. Right. But anyway, uh, let's see if Monty's here. Hey, Sheriff. <laughs> hey, Sheriff. You know that kid that went missing in the pond last year? Well, I don't know where she is. And that was sort of his catchphrase. That's great. I don't know where she is. Yeah. Because that's how almost every episode would start. Right. Is, um, Whether it was... But, uh, and also, I should say that he so I solved very few of the cases. Right. How I really, many? Oh, gosh. I would say two or three out of the 138 episode right. run. Right, okay. Yeah, and so we would just rake up a lot of terrible, terrible memories for the, the Revisit community. Revisit people who have tried to move on. Yes, exactly, and we would often, you know, the producers were like, people want a resolution, so we would really try and pin it on someone right. uh, 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 in the town. Because drop by the bereaved with a man dressed as a monk and 12 nuns. Yes. And, and really go to town on them. Yeah. In terms of getting them to cry. Presumably. Yes, yes, exactly. And, um, and, you know, with editing techniques, you can make anyone look extremely guilty. So, Well, with music alone. Oh, yeah. And if you have lyrics in that music, it's very which, easy. Which we certainly do. Guilty, yeah. guilty, 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 
People go, I think they did it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, some people say we are responsible for a number of vigilante murders, but... You know, I think people overplay the influence that television has well, on, and, and you're, on you're weak-minded just, people. You're investing in future series. If there's more crimes being committed, that's yes, precisely. Yeah. So we'll return. Uh, right. In fact, in in season three, we did go back to the scene of of one of our most uh, egregious instances of trying to pin a crime on someone. Right. Uh, and then pinned the cr- that crime on somebody else. Uh, and then we found out afterwards there was CCTV footage of the mother of the child shooting the mechanic in the first place. So. Uh, in the end, you know, justice will out. Right, right. And if there's 12 nuns dancing around that justice, all the better. Sure. Right. With, uh, with tearaway skirts. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's American television. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. But um, in, in, uh, in Britain, things were going well, weren't they, as well? I mean, you, you were offered panel shows, hosting your own panel shows. Yeah. Meeting David Walliams. Those are the three. Those are the three. Um, well, they say uh, when opportunity knocks, it knocks three times. And those with David Walliams's fist. With, with, uh, with That's Walliams what they say. French fist, yeah. That's what they said to me. Yes, anyway. exactly. They said, he's here, David. Opportunity he, knocks he, three times, it's David Walliams's fist. <laughs> I didn't quite know what they meant, but I just let him in. Yeah. Oh, well, you've got to let him in. You've got to he let is, him in. He's inexorable. Mm. He's rather like T2. Do you mean Terminator 2? Yeah. Or Trainspotting 2? <laughs> Trainspotting 2, right. insofar like as you. there was always going to be another train. Always going to be one. After it the first one was a hit. Far too late. Jolly cheap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bit confusing. But, um, yeah, well, Why I, is I, this I did, here? I did a few panel shows over here and things before I moved to, to America. Yes, and things, things were going, you know, that's what people sort of do Edinburgh and the circuit for, is to get to those heights. You just go, I'm on the brink. I could, I could be something. But instead of sort of turning that into further success, you decided to emigrate to America and search for a wife. Yes. <laughs> Why, yes, why did you do that? What happened? Uh, well, it's every young man's dream, you know, when they're, they're scrapping for bacon uh, in the r- refectory at school, to right. one day uh, find themselves introduced on Have I Got News For You to almost total silence from the audience who are like, who's this man? Um, and, uh, you know, I, I lived that dream. Yes. And I lived a fast and free lifestyle with the almost 300 pounds I would make per appearance on these things. Yes. And I just realized I was going too fast, man. Yes. You know, I'm talking two bacon sandwiches in the morning. I'm talking uh, another Ribena? Why not? I've got the money for it. What's that? Uh, will I take a first-class train ticket back to Reading to see my parents? Well, no, because that's way too much money. Right. And first class is only marginally better than the regular class. But I'm saying that, you know, if I saved up, I could have afforded that one of the eight times I did it. And when you're travelling that fast, it must get scary. You think, when does the acceleration end? Well, that's it. You know, you just... You, you suddenly, you're like... Now it's this. Next week, it's um, being able to pay next month's rent a month in advance even of that, you know. Pay two months' rent, and, and then what are you going to do? So, you know, I, um, I just thought, I've got to slow down. You didn't like who you were becoming. I was a monster. Right. You know, I was a monster. I bought whatever miniatures I wanted to paint. <laughs> How talking, often have we heard that story? I'm it's talking so sad, isn't it? Warhammer. Right. Bolt action. Yes. Empress Miniatures, sure. uh, 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 Mansions of Madness board game, which you don't even need to paint the miniatures for, but motherfucker, I painted them. Yes. <laughs> Terrible thing. But you went, so you, you went uh, looking for a wife. Were, I were did, you I successful? Where did you look? Where did you look? Uh, I, I mean, well, I'd heard the song um, from Sea to Shining Sea, uh, Amber Waves of Grain, Purple Mountain Majesty, and all that sort of business. So right. I went and looked around there, and 
nothing. Nothing. It was just a wilderness. And so I went to a city. Right. The city of angels. Los now, what Angeli- is it? Is it Angeles, Angeles. or Angeles? It's An- one of the two. Angela. And it's Los Angela. Angela. Yes, it's a, uh, a small community of Germanic people uh, that live close to Los Angeles. I believe back in the midst of time, they got lost on the sea. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found a beach and then called it Los Angeles. Yes. I believe that. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's right. So I moved there. Right. And I, um, I got a job. As uh, I, I, I would howl at people um, <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard, right? Um, and the hope was that people would be so horrified by the sound that they would then go into one of the many terrible restaurants uh, in that area. They're called howlers, aren't they? Yes, yeah. You howl people into restaurants. You howl people into restaurants. Did you have a costume for such a thing? Uh, I did. What yes, was it? Yes, uh, I was Captain America. Right. Um, of very, course. It must be very discombobulating if Spider Captain America... Spider-Man's trousers. Spider-Man's trousers. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Very tight Spider-Man's trousers. I mean... But then sort of so tactical armour of Captain America. Yes, yes, yes. Very odd look. Yes, well, it was sort of like... Um, the idea was that because of my height, again, people would be drawn into the Spider-Man business. And, but then if they got any fresh... When you say I- Spider-Man business, do you mean...? Uh, yes, right. my penis. Okay, yes, yes. Um, but then if they decided to get fresh, yes. as they looked further up, they would see the armour and the shield, and they'd be like, okay, I don't want to tangle right. this though. And you'd be shrieking at them, just howling. Oh, yes, of course. Bear in mind, throughout all this, I am howling. Howling? Howling. I, really howling. Towards a Frankie and Benny's. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with the shield and things like that, you know, I could sort of really amplify mm. the sound. Do you and think the streets... they would spin in horror and, and there would be a Frankie and Benny's with an open door. Right. Do you um, think the streets of L.A. have gotten too howler-heavy? I mean, some people say it's pretty unpleasant to walk the streets now because you're just getting how- howled into restaurants Listen, left, right and centre. I, I, I definitely understand that. I hear that. But, like, it's a howling town, mm. you know? Like, yeah. L.A. has a fine story tradition of howling, you know? Um, uh, Bob Hope started out as a howler. Right. Gwen Stefani. Yes. Um, LeBron James. Yes. Of course. Yes. Kermit. Kermit did. He was a howler. I mean, technically, um, it, was, uh, it was Jim Henson that did the howling, but he, he made it look like it came out of Kermit's mouth. Right. And, you know, a lot of, uh, like, I, I went there and I did that job because I heard a lot of agents would go, uh, be wanted to go to Frankie and Benny's, but their, you know, their trainers and their di- LA diets and things wouldn't allow them to. So they'd go and they would allow the howlers to howl them in there. They had no choice. Oh, no. Right. Here I am in Frankie and Benny's again. And you try and impress them. And, y- and I would really put some ginger into my howling. Right. And, uh, you know, it worked out. It worked it? out. So, so what was your first n- n- post-howling gig? My first post-howling gig uh, was uh, uh, an Uber driver, obviously. <laughs> right. Um, uh, playing it, the role of an Uber driver? Or yes, just in the play, movie. Being an Uber in driver. In the movie, Uber driver. Right. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, I remember, of course. It's the prequel. Of course, I remember the poster. It's a prequel to Baby Driver. It is, yes. Uh, in which uh, it, it has almost the exact same plot, but all that happens is every time the bank robbers leave a bank, they order an Uber, yeah. and it just always happens to be me. Right. And they get suspicious in yes, every exactly. they? Like, they get suspicious. This guy's a fucking FBI guy. I love John Hamm. He's so I good in John it. Hamm. He's so good in it. And, and yeah. I'm like, guys, I'm not a fucking FBI guy. Yeah. And then we realize that Hamo and I are brothers because yes. we have the exact same voice. That's right. It, no, it, it, if you haven't seen it, don't. Don't, please. Um, <laughs> 
it, it's it'll actually, really spoil baby driver it's illegal for you. uh it, it's actually you can't see it because uh, we broke a lot of labor laws well i also find it strange that for a prequel you you literally list everything that's going to happen in baby driver from beginning to end in yes. that film don't you it's exactly the same <laughs> it's exactly the same plot as i say the only difference is i mean i i i wind up with lily james at the end yes and, uh, you know, it's, it's basically exactly the same, but then, you know, bloody old Ansel Elgort, another Warhammer painter, incidentally. Really? True story. Okay. Uh, look him up, look on, his, uh, look on his Instagram. He's very good. So how big do you think you have it in you to be? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I mean... Actual half Captain America, half Spider-Man? I mean, bloody hell, can you imagine? Uh, I mean, listen, the sky is the limit for me. Sky? You think you could get as yes, far as I'm, Sky Television? I'm hoping Sky One. <laughs> sky yeah. One. Or Sky Atlantic. Oh, that'd Bloody be fun, yeah. wouldn't it? But sky's the limit, you think? Sky is the limit. I right. can't see myself on terrestrial television. No, no, no. In this country. No, no. What? Humphrey Carr, thank you for letting yes. us inside you. Thank you for listening to Inside the Comedian with me, your host, David Reed. If you've enjoyed the show, then please help us spread the word by following at Inside Comedian on Twitter. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.